G'day boys, it's um, great to be here for recording of episode 19. It's, yeah. Funnily enough, it only seems like 15 minutes ago we finished recording episode 18. Yeah, it was. It's a bit of a two-for-one deal there. See, oh, two-for-one deal, I like that. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, go to www.warbster.club for all your two-for-price-of-one deals. Wait, what is Warbster Club? Well, as you know guys, Warbster Club is a massive tax write-off slash vanity project for a bloke who runs a lot of billboards. Thanks, Pierre Person. And um, to the layman at home, what does that actually mean? Fuck you, finer. Welcome to episode 19 of The Racing Cast, the only Australian motor racing podcast with more lawyers than listeners. I'm The Warpster, and joining me today are the podcast DSO. G'day. And the sound engineer. G'day. So, lads, we're at the big one. The big, big one? Wait, like, the, the Bathurst 12 hour? The greater race? No, no. Uh, MG time in Canberra? Yes, get out your pipe and slippers, we're motor... No, hang on. I mean... The, actually, what the hell is... Sound engineer, you wrote this shit. What the hell is MG time? MG time? Oh, mate. You don't even... You don't want to know what MG time is. It's, you, it's a... It's a banger. It's in Canberra. It's so good. It's the best thing that happens to Canberra, other than something that. Based on how boring the uh, Sandown 500 was that we covered 15 15 minutes ago, (laughs) Floriad might be more interesting than Bathurst. (laughs) No, no, let's let's put our serious motorsport podcasting hats on. Hang on, I'll just take this one off. Cams, we are motorsport. Don't diss Cams. Sorry, Eugene, wasn't me, it was him. Hippa Huda. Alrighty, so... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We're talking about the Bathurst um, 1000, the Super Cheap Auto 1000. Uh, The slightly less great race than 12 hours on again. And we will do our usual preview after we go into the wide world of motorsport. Obviously, this is our segment where we go into a bit more of uh, worldwide motorsport news. And as Australians, we uh, have to go back to something that happened a while ago. Uh, Dan Ricciardo leaving Red Bull at the end of the year to go to the Renault factory team. Uh, Red Bull hooks up with a Honda engine supplier next year. The and power possibly of dreams. The dreams of power. Not even. Then probably a big bag of money. Mm. Well, uh, Renault has underperformed as a team and engine supplier for a long time. So, uh, good or bad move, lads? Sound engineer. Yeah. Ticket. Well, just before we go into good or bad move, I've mm. had a bit. I've been guys. I've been thinking a little bit. Mm. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Sometimes I do that. Mm. Um, so anyway, um, had a thought. Mm. Um, I think that Daniel Ricciardo is to F one what Chaz Mostert is to V eight supercars. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. Come on. Here you go. All right. Go on. Chaz Mostert. He'll get in anything. He'll drive it great. He can win with a bad car. But he never gets given one, and he won't. Give, and he doesn't get given the opportunity to, to on, get in a great car. I think you missed, mixed your metaphors. He doesn't get given a good car, or he doesn't get given a bad car. He doesn't get given a good car. Yep, and yeah. he still and he still drives the shit out of it. That's sort of been Dan Ricardo's last two years, hasn't it? Yeah, he, two years at least. Well, he's he's been getting all the, the Mark Webber parts bin specials. Don't even from uh, from the good doctor. 
Helmet Marco. He's very one-eyed, his Helmet Marco. <laughs> yeah, beautifully done. Sound engineer, yeah, I like it. Very, yeah, very good. That's actually... That's that actually, is that is quite possibly some of your finest work. That is a disturbingly good insight by your standards. Yes, yes. You are uh, you are rising to the occasion. Sometimes, oh, see, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I know, guys. Okay, before he digs himself into a bigger hole... And we pump uh, the tyres up too much. Good or, uh, good or bad move, guys. Oh, look... Anything is a better move than playing second fiddle to uh, at Red Bull. Mm. Um, he he is hexed by his Australianness, Austra- <laughs> nationality, Australianality. If he was a Kiwi, he'd be fine. No, he wouldn't. Look at Brenton Hartley. Yeah. Um, so look, I think no, I think it's a good move. I think Renault have got a point to prove. Yep. And they will most definitely be moving forward. Um, he well, didn't. Ha- he didn't have anywhere to go. He mm. should have gone to Ferrari. Yeah, it was but we, disappointing. But we, but we know why that got vetoed. Well, Ferrari or Merck. Yeah, should have gone to Ferrari. He, we know why Ferrari would have been vetoed because of his teammate. Yep. Um, and and look, and, and there is there is no way that Lewis would have him as his teammate mm. at Mercedes. Uh, let's be honest. In a front running car, he would beat uh, Lewis, Everyone. and he would. Hang beat... on, we've proven that because at Monaco we we stayed in front. Yeah. So yeah. he would outdrive either teammate in the best two cars in the field. Not that we're biased or anything. No. And look, I think he's he's finally going to get some payday. Yeah. But I think he's he's looking a little bit longer term than than just where he'd end up next year. I, I think, think, I think Dan, Dan's window is probably three or four years at most. It's going to take Renault at least two years to get their act together. So he's running it very thin as to whether or not he's ever going to be able to contend for a championship. Yep. However... When it comes down to it, you've got to look at who Renault's got now. I'd, I'd rather be a bloke with a big bank balance having won races and, and gone okay mm. than being a bloke with a small bank balance and being world champion. Thing is, what you want... I think I think he's looking even further long-term than just F1 mm. because he wants to stay in it and stay competitive because that puts him in a good seat to do enduros and all the all the interesting other what stuff that happens in comes, Europe. Yeah, the other European stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I don't... Honda engine supply, I think that's the bottom line as far as Red Bull's concerned. Yeah, so I don't think Honda d- made a good... Disregarding the politics and all the other crap. Says Mr. JD. Yeah, I don't think Honda have made a good... Um, yeah, I'm JDM going. i engine <laughs> since the 80s. <laughs> Mm, Alrighty, right. so next off we go to Japan, Warbster. Speaking of JDM, <laughs> um, we're going to Sugo Sportsland for the latest Super GT round. Where is that the... like a Japanese Disneyland? Is that like well, owned, is that owned like by the Warbster? You know what or something? Sugo is Sugo's Italian for tomato sauce. So we've gone uh, to an Italian, Italian tomato sauce Disneyland in Japan. Uh, Sugo is actually a very famous track. It's been around for a very long time. Barry Shane broke his hand there once. When he was testing, must be good. I thought that was an acid. No, no. Um, well, okay. I should be more specific because Barry Shane broke a lot of bones in a lot of places. But yes. anyway, enough about all that. Where did yeah. he break his trouser bone? Oh, stop. <laughs> Everywhere he could. Anyway, latest Super GT round where the uh, Raybrid Kunimitsu NSX GT, the very famous one if you play Gran Turismo, took out the 300 kilometer race in the Super GT um, in the Super GT class in the GT 500 class you've got Super on your mind Warbster oh well still at least naming. it's not Super GT ooh GDM <laughs> GDM guy <laughs> sorry so, Super GT will be in a couple of years when they replace the Lexus mm. this is significant because of who was driving it go on uh, Naoki Yamamoto might not be a household name unless you live with me mm. but um, Jensen Button is 
What Jensen Button? Yes, former Formula One world champion. See the bearded Benjamin Button's nephew. Fuck you! I was going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get that one. But yeah. Well done, well done. Golf clap. Yeah, Golf clap. Thank you very much. They were followed by the Autobax Arta NSX and the Impul Calsonic GTR. Oh, Calsonic GTR <laughs> gladdens your heart. Definitely does. Uh, yeah, run by uh, Jan Mardenborough, who's one of the. Um, GT Academy young boys mm-hmm. who's uh, made a big name for himself over there yep uh, you would thunk PlayStation would actually give you a real driving experience well let's com- finish this uh, next block out Warbster because you've touched on something really good there sound engineer well done mm-hmm. uh, the GT300 class for GT3 and JAF GT class I won't go into explaining those rules you've lost me at this, this stage but keep working on it that's okay. good okay was uh, taken out by the R&D Works Subaru BRZ why have they got a research and development car I thought it'd be a real racing car that's the name of the team oh wow that's um, different mm. uh, the Warpster could nerd out about all of the permutations and how special the cars are but I'm going to say look up the last race on Nismo TV it's well worth it mmm Alrighty, sound engineer, PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation. So mm. we'll, we'll timestamp this episode because we did the one we recorded a half an hour ago. Mm. This weekend at Eastern Creek, near the tip where it smells. Thank you, Sydney Motorsport Park. Cams are running their Shannon's Nationals round, and guess what? This weekend's the first weekend of Cams Esports. Cams Esports. So we're not just having real Whoa. racing cars running around on the track. We're playing pretend racing cars. In uh, oh, okay. inside something, I thought esports was something else involving pills, but okay. No, no, you're confusing esports with drifting. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> or distribution thereof and drag racing. They go hand in hand, pretty much. Well, yeah. Alrighty. So while we're still overseas, yep, we did touch on Shannon's the Shannon's round uh, in the last episode mm-hmm. with a Formula Four update. So we touched on Formula Four. One of the notable. Uh, absentees from City Motorsport Park this weekend is young Aussie Cameron Shields. Yeah, guess what? He was a bit busy. Yeah, he was a bit busy. Uh, so He didn't want to go near the chip where it stinks. No, he didn't. He wanted to stick because it stinks so bad. He chose to hop on a plane and uh, fly across to Indianapolis Motorsport Park, as did current Formula Ford Series leader Hunter McElroy, for the Chris Griffiths Memorial which is a two-day testing weekend as part of the Mazda Road to Indy series. So Hunter McElroy was having a run in a, a USF 2000 car, and Cam Shields was testing in a Pro Mazda Championship car. Yeah, and you've lost me. I don't get any of them. Well, they're... Feeder series, virtually. They're feeder series for Indy car. Right. So they... Uh, and Hunter... Super 2 for... <laughs> so something like Super 2. Indy 2. So, um, actually, actually it's, more, it's more like um, the Kumo series. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Hunter's actually was second in the first practices, topped the timesheets second and third, which is pretty amazing for uh, a rookie from the Gold Coast. Yeah. And he's racing against a lot of Native Americans and... Uh, not, no, not Native Americans, American Natives. There's That's a difference. Right. Yeah. And uh, and some races from all over the world. Yeah. Which, how, many indie, how many indie hours does he have? Uh, he doesn't have any Indy hours. He did a test last year oh, yeah. as well as part of the Road to Indy test that he went to. So he's so pretty fucking good. He uh, He's showing a hell of a lot of promise, Hunter, and I have, uh, have have mentioned that on numerous podcasts. And while we're talking about IndyCar... Yeah, the, from from the Road to Indy to Indy. Yeah. Ladies, um, ladies and gentlemen, a great big Australian round of applause. Uh, that was crap. I'll Let's put, put some, some real put applause, some real applause, applause in, there. in there. Yeah, yeah. A great big round of applause for Aussie Scott Dixon, who last week, 
Oh, 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 you're gonna get the KYs on you. Oh, <laughs> Aussie Scott Dixon, who was, who, bo- who was born in Brisbane, who took out a fifth IndyCar championship. He finished second at Sonoma, which vaults him to second on the all-time list of IndyCar winners behind AJ Foyt. We may not have had a Formula One world champion for a hell of a long time, but we've uh, we've got an Aussie who is absolutely smoking them in, in the US of A. Except for the fact he's from New Zealand. Shh. Hey, we still good, we still build good brothers. They can have Russell Crowe back. We've got Scott Dixon. They can have Richard Wilkins too. <laughs> yes, I do know he is an Australian. It is an ongoing joke where I make a mistake. Warbster. What about Mr. Hippopotamus? Is he involved? Well, actually, no. That was never a mistake. No, no, it's interesting. Well, we're talking about Trans-Pacific. We are indeed. Trans-Pacific News. Uh, oh, God. Stadium, Stadium Super, Super trucks. trucks. So, no, I'll let you go with this because there's a word in there that I okay. can't say bad things about. And um, I'm not going to. Okay. Um, Super, Stadium Super Trucks has had its um, uh, CAMS. CAMS. We are motorsport. Licence pulled and will not be appearing at the Gold Coast 600. Uh, the oh, reasoning behind no. the decision was uh, safety grounds after a wheel came off in Perth and hit a spectator walkway. Alrighty, oh, so I'm just going to... Such uh, a disappointment. So, no, I won't do that. We'll, we'll go to this next I'm, bit. So I'm, the, not gonna, I'm, not, I'm actually not going to get you in trouble. and I'll, we'll get, I'll go back to the script in a minute. I agree with Cams. I absolutely agree with Cams. I am Have on record. Seen how they roll around. I am on record for all of this podcast and time prior to that as saying I'm not a fan of them. They are bullshit entertainment. And in actual fact, ask Matt Minge how safe they are when you tip over and you go roof first into a concrete wall. Why? It nearly killed the guy. And the thing is, why are you putting jumps on a racetrack? What, what? This isn't FM, This isn't Showtime FMX. But the other thing is, is when you start, in, when you're in, endangering drivers, is not acceptable. But it's more acceptable purely because, well, they know what they're getting in for. Yeah. Also, they. When you start having bits and pieces flying into spectator areas, that's a whole separate kettle. So let's, motorsports let, dangerous, not life threatening. No, but let, mm. let's let's pause for a second. They're called stadium super trucks. They were designed to run around on dirt in and stadiums. jump and jump over jumps in stadiums, not be. Transpo- transposed out to bitumen race circuits. So the mood hasn't been helped by the memory of series owner Robbie Gordon being charged with dangerous driving after doing burnouts in Darwin City last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, from my point of view, and I'm on record on my page saying, yes, there is a motorsport god because I don't, I don't like them. I don't think they add anything to the show. They take something away. Well, they do. What they took away was the opportunity for young Australian drivers to have a race. The other, They're not the even other, there for the race. Well, I mean, as I've, as I said before, I look at Stadium two, Super Stadium Super Trucks. Let me get that out correctly. Hmm. Um, I look at that as a two dogs humping rule. Yep, yep. And we've been through that well and truly. First time yep. you see it, you go, oh wow. Second time, man, same shit going on and over again. Yep. So Kumo V8 Series is filling the void with a non-championship round. But hey, to say the online masses are upset would have to be an understatement. Mm. So that rolls us beautifully into Social Media Watch. The first thing you have to do is negate all the things that people could hurl against you as a form of abuse for, for, for being not intelligent enough to get this, to understand So, thanks Warbster. We've probably already launched into the tirade, but my god, the world has lost its mind. Oh, Cams, you're stuffing up motorsport. Oh, 
Why couldn't you have announced this last week before I bought my airfares and paid for my tickets? I'm not going to the Gold Coast because stadium super trucks aren't coming. So, okay, go and watch the balcony shows, go and watch the concerts, and you're probably the sort of person that really loves the, the genuine racing that you see in supercars. Get over it, Australian Motorsport Public. It's... um. Sadly, the, the the guy who I really do enjoy on social media, Paul Morris. Paul Morris, the dude, is a team owner and a car owner, and has done really well in stadium super trucks. Dude, you've been conspicuous by your silence, and I've been having a really really good look. You've posted some links, you haven't made a comment. That's telling in itself. And you're a Gold Coast resident, my friend. I think okay, everyone's disappointed. Are they going to be disappointed? If they, and let's face it, it's a concrete canyon, so shit goes flying everywhere anyway. It's not the safest venue on the series. Otherwise, it'd be a level two, not a level three track. Mm-hmm. If somebody gets killed, what do you say then? Well, you, you And don't... That's, 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 to me, that's the bottom line. Now, yeah. I'm not saying, I don't think, and Cams is full of politics. Cams is making their own moves for, and they've got their own agenda. But at the end of the day, they're not going to start pulling this sort of stuff unless there is a genuine concern. And this Do you want someone to do This isn't political. There's, there is absolutely no way political by replacing it with a local series that's already run its own, uh, it's finished its championship. They're, they're, they're being invited back. And Robin Liam Kirkpatrick, to their credit, obviously were asked to put their hand up and said yes. And the Kumo uh, category, um, I believe they're talking about uh, 18 or 20 confirmed at the moment with potentially some more. I say well done. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. How that they managed to pull something out? The stadium super trucks, whether you like them or not, at the end of the day, I'm not safe. They're not safe. If you've got bits and pieces coming off them, and you've got the sort of cavalier, and the the thing that's more disturbing to me is the cavalier attitude that the person running the series has. Also, the cavalier drivers. You seen how they drive them? Well, they really, really aggressively. No, they drive. They drive them the way they need to be driven for the type of vehicle they are, and it's. But they're not designed to be driven like that on. That correct, correct, absolutely correct, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. that's so, how you roll one over. See, they're as stable around a bitumen circuit as something like um, super utes. So we need to go safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags. This commercial break is proudly brought to you by Fox Sports. But if you already knew who we were, you'd be listening to this podcast live in high definition, 4K, ad-free, all show. Perhaps this is the reason Michael Massey's off to Formula One. The poor bloke misses the opportunity to dispatch the entertainment car when we go ad-free in 4K high definition. Fox Sports, your home of big event sport with Ingle and Scaife banter. Just in case you missed it, the entire race is ad-free in 4K HD live. Back to your regular scheduled podcast.
Welcome back to the Racing Insiders Racing Cast, and uh, we're going to dive head first back into the world of supercars. The season of endurance oh, well done. kicks into high gear with the biggest racing weekend of the year, the Super Jeep Auto Bathurst 1000. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dubbo Hill Climb. Four days next year. Uh, yeah. Dubbo Hill Climb is the biggest okay. weekend of the year. Okay. Well, according to MRF, it's the Easter weekend. <laughs> Okay, the enduro season kicks into high gear for the third biggest racing weekend. Oh, IGP. The enduro season kicks into high gear for the fourth Moto biggest... MotoGP. The enduro season kick... World Supers. I think you're down to six. The enduro season kicks into high gear for one of the top ten biggest racing weekends of the year. The Super Jeep Auto Bathurst 1000. I don't drink as much at any of those others as I do at watching Bathurst. <laughs> And anyway, we have a um, very special guest interview. Uh, he's calmed down a bit since last time, but he has um, asked for um, editing rights. So we're going to have to do a bit of a pre-package here. It's not Roland. Right, so uh, so what's the situation? What kind of mood is he in? Um, well, he, he's pretty dulcet right now. I reckon, do you want to talk about some hard stuff? Uh, well, yeah, I think probably some hard questions would be uh, yeah. what we're up for. You know, journalists, integrity needs, and all yeah, that. Everyone, yeah. everyone needs to yeah, know I'm about... not deaf! Everyone needs to... I said no hard questions! Simona? Uh, yeah, I think Simona would be a good thing, yeah. just to sort of dispel that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lowndes, we've got to talk about Lowndes next year. Uh, right? No, well, no, I think probably he'd want to talk about third place, but last time I brought up Lowndes, he went nuts. Oh, yeah, so, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Me and Craig are sweet! Right, um, okay, so... Oh, cool. All right, I think we're ready. Yeah, yep. let's go. Hello, Warbster. Oh, g'day, Roland. How's it going? Oh, it's great to be back. Uh, listen here, Pierre. You think you're going to keep working for my organisation? You've got another thing coming. <laughs> I heard you two plotting against me. All right, I've got big, broad shoulders, Warbster. Let's go with this. Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. It's, uh, it's me, not Roland, and... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty happy after our Sandown World domination because that's what life's all about. Yes, one, two, three. You must be very um, happy and pleased with the result. Oh, absolutely. I uh, think it's got a lot to do with the fact that uh, all that other nonsense for next year's been sorted out. Nobody knew about it. We managed to keep it out of the public eye till the end of the race. We went in fairly comfortable, fairly confident, and uh, I don't have to pussyfoot around the political correctness no more. So how much did the win cost? Can't put a price on uh, on success, my son. It's, uh, well, I've got the receipt here for the parts. doesn't matter about the parts. It's all about, number one, my friend. It's all about number one. I guess the first question is, uh, do you consider that Jamie might uh, be a third contender for the title? We mean a third contender. That's a two-horse race. It's only Jamie and SVG. Those other spuds. Oh, my apologies. Those other spuds. I mean, please, please. I mean, just remember, all right? A 50-cent part, poorly installed under the direction of that stupid Frenchman, and Bathurst stand the shitter for them again. All right? All I've got to do is make sure Jamie's not behind the safety car at any stage, directly behind it, because then he'll overtake it. He's been to the audiologist, he's had his ear in checked, and we know that he can actually hear the radio. Right. Uh, we're installing a new special uh, remote system where if he doesn't answer us on the radio, hmm. Dutto delivers um, an eye-voltage shock to his arsehole through his seat to wake him up, just to, to, so he knows that we're calling him. There's going to be no more fuck-ups at Bathurst from my boy Jamie, all right? Righto. Is um, he going to run into someone? Look at this. Oh, oh, no, they're all gone. They're all gone. Tanner's off. McLaughlin's off. Here, who put that fucking idiot scaife in this? 
What about um, Earl Bamber? Have you um, managed to convince him that uh, Murray's Corner is in fact a left-hand turn? Listen, you're getting your co-drivers sadly confused with that spud we had last year. This Bamber kid, I'll tell you what, I don't care if it pisses refrain, he is the real deal. As it comes down at a third car for next year, a couple of major factors, all right? The Kostecki family checkbook? Well... It's potentially Kostecki family checkbook, but uh, my boy Matt Stone, who now is uh, is is on my gear, uh, I'm delivering him the gear. He's come out publicly the last couple of days and uh, decided to start a bidding war with the Kostecki family. And I can tell you right now, when you've got a spare chassis, a technical alliance, and a wreck for sale, ain't nothing helps Uncle Roland more than a bidding war. Oh, well, I don't know that those, well, two of those things are terribly useful considering what Techno's done. Well, you know, I can tell you right now, uh, Techno might have a wreck up for sale too, so Uncle Roland and the Kostecki's and Matt Stone might all be under the four-car annexed umbrella and uh, Techno uh, techno can go out the door, the Kostecki's could have a bit of a run, and uh, Jason Bright can take his lease wreck and go and p- farm it out wherever he thinks he want to. And I, suppose, I, suppose you'd be happy, I suppose you'd be glad to see um, Adrian Burgess gone again. On a scale of dead to me, bro, there's Ludo, and then there's Adrian Burgess, and then there's Matt Campbell, and then there's Simona De Silvestro, and then probably you for lumping me with this seamster bloke. Right, so um, how will Jamie Wincup manage to lose Bathurst this year? I've already been through it. Jamie will not lose Bathurst this year. You're pulling my chain on purpose, Warbster. I can tell what goes on here. So another question. If you're running four cars next year, do you care more about the championship um, no, 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 stacking no. with Wincup and SVG, or do you want to put them in separate garages? Are you stupid? Do you even listen to this podcast? Total domination. Come on. I haven't got all day. Right, okay. Would it be good to uh, send Craig Lowndes off with a Bathurst win? I think it'd be very, very romantic and, uh, and a bit wistful to see Craig hoist the uh, 11 or 14 trophy on a podium again, but uh, I ain't going to fucking happen. Oh, okay. We've already decided that. Team oh, orders. Right. Okay, okay. Right. Right. What about the end of end of the year? I mean, who, who are we favouring for the end of the year? Put, put, put your money on the table. Do you want SVG to win the championship or do you want Jamie Wincup? Well, quite, quite realistically, uh, after we get through the season of endurance, it's... Uh, oh, fuck, you're doing that as well. It's all about... Uh, all right, the, the Pertec Endurance Cup, Mr. Sponsorship Guy. It's all about who's got the most points when we come out of the Pertec Cup and uh, whoever's in front quite probably will stay in front, you know? Mm. But... Uh, you know, unless fortune, fortune, fortune favours a brave. Right, so are you going to use Lance as a setup mule? I don't need to use him as a setup mule. He'll be playing tail gunner, right. quite possibly between the other two spuds, but, you know, mm. I'll make the rules. Tim Edwards and uh, Ryan Story have said that uh, they're going to make the Mustang and they're going to roll you next year. <laughs> Tim Edwards. <laughs> Tim Edwards. Uh, when were you talking to them? Last week. What? Here, Pierre, we've got a fucking exclusivity deal. Do we? Warpster, you need to fucking understand, I fucking own supercars. My drivers don't get fucking penalised. I've fucking bought and sold this fucking company over and over. I fucking own you. You will not fucking talk to those other cocksuckers. I'm going to fucking win. You're fucked, Pierre. Don't even fucking come back to the office. But, but, and as far as please, I'm concerned, Mr. fucking Warpster, you're fucking gone from that billboard joint. I'm fucking out of here. How many Valium did you give? I only gave him two. Oh, fuck me. You need more than that. Sorry, guys. And a big thank you for that insight, Roland.
did he yell this time? I can't remember. Anyway, let's dive a little bit deeper into the numbers. Uh, last year's winners were uh, Davey Ricky Bobby Reynolds and Luke the Ageless Veteran Yuldum in the uh, Penrite Erebus Commodore. Race record holder is uh, 11 or 14, who, like Sandown, actually won 9. Only 9? Yeah, only 9. I thought it was 11 or 14. You've been drinking the Kool-Aid. They tell me. It's been 11 or 14. Current series points leader is SVG over Scotty Mac by a lazy 55 with Roland's new favourite, not favourite boy, J-Dub, a further 283 behind but rising fast. Sound engineer, we have 26 cars to assess. How many points are up for grabs this weekend? 300. Let's kick it off, Warbster. Mm-hmm. I have to start at the start. Number one, Red Bull Racing Australia, Triple Eight Race Engineering, Jamie Wincup and Paul Dumbrell. The burning question, is this year going to be trouble-free? I thought the burning question was, how are they going to fuck it up for a fifth? Ooh. Nasty. Warbster, trouble-free. Look, based on how they're being... Based on how they're travelling, they are carrying all the momentum at the moment. Indeed. Um, Likely result, absolute minimum a podium... Yeah. If neither of them fuck it up. Anything anything less than a podium is a disappointment. Anything less than a win is underperformance at this point in time. But uh, t- and, I, and I can tell you right now, if they don't make a podium, you'll never get rolled back again. Literally, if they don't win the race, it's a disappointment. They've got all the momentum. They've got all the speed. They've got all the everything. Yeah, plus fresh parts. Yeah. Dum Dum's in the best form of his life. Jamie's come back from a very ordinary mid-season. And yeah. No worries. Car number two. Boost Mobile, soccer team, Scott Pye and Warren Luff. The burning question, can the new bits coming online help repeat last year's podium sound engine? I think it's certainly possible, but they've really struggled to find form this year in the same way that they've struggled in the same way that they struggled last year. They came out of the gates really good at Adelaide and after that they've sort of fallen off which as I said in the last episode is very uh, very much an analogy to the fact that they've not had any new bits and they've not done any testing Mm. until this point this year. I think Scotty, I think Scotty Pye and Warren Luff are are probably another one of the top five strongest pairings and I think they're another definitely a chance for a podium, mm-hmm. um, a likely result. I'll, I'll give I, them, I can't I'll, say that. I can't. I, 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 I'll give them top five with a ceiling go better if they really get it together and yep. have a good run. Number five, the Bottle O Tickford Racing Winterbottom and Canto. The burning question: Does Tickford have any rabbits in their hats, or are they waiting for a Mustang? Uh, unfortunately, I think uh, it's going to be waiting for the Mustang at this point. There's no point ploughing a heap of money into the Falcon at, right now. Yeah, likely result. Likely Very result. I, I can tell you right now, Nashy's more likely to pull a hair out of his ass than a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah, I think uh, top 10 if they have a flawless day, but um, they're going to need a hell of a lot of help to do any better than that. Warbster. Uh, number six, Monster Energy Tickford Racing, Cam Waters and David Russell. The burning question, is Cam the problem or the car? Gee, I don't know. Um, I think they've probably got less chance than Winterbottom and Canto. Mm. And I think... Cam's been, been, I think it might be the car. Yeah, Cam's been good there before, but Cam's shown that he can't outdrive a shit car. Mm, that's, yeah. that's pretty much the yeah, point. Yeah, that, that's probably... I don't think I can add any more to that. That's a good yeah, thumbnail. Yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. Mm, uh, likely result. Um, yeah, top top 10 at best. Mm, I'll, I'll give him top 15. Uh, number 7, Plus Fitness Nissan Motorsport. Our old boy A3K and the Novocastrian Marvel Aaron Russell. The burning question, can they keep pace with the Kelly car? 
Uh, one word answer, no. Yeah. Likely result, Middle sound pack. engineer? Mid-pack. Mid-pack? Mid Ten. If they don't fence it. Mm. Ten to fifteen. And yep. the wheel of sponsorship fortune, Brad Jones Racing, Nick Perkett and Macaulay Jones. The burning question, can the BJR car upset the established order for once? That, that's a good burning question. Can a BJR car upset the established order? Yeah, probably can. And this might be the one that can do it. But they'll need a lot of luck yeah, and, a lot of str- a lot of and a lot of strategy. Yeah. I, I mean, think, I think they're a top they're a top eight. Every team will chuck parts at, at Bathurst. Well, yeah, they have to. But I think, look, they're, a top, they're definitely a top eight. And everything else has to fall in the place for them to make a podium. However, what is the BJR traditional strong suit? Yeah, Bathurst. Well, I'm thinking more in terms of um, strategy, strategy, pit stops. Yep. Obviously, their NASCAR experience from many, many moons ago now. Yep. They know very good stead. Oh, so, yep. if there's going to be a pit miscue, it's more than likely not going to be them. Yeah, correct. But they'll need a lot of luck pace-wise to keep up with the front runners. Yep. But if it came down to being there at the end of the day, Percat's um, a lot more consistent than he used to be. Macca, we've got a big rap on, so. The defending champions, number nine, Penrite Erebus Motorsport, uh, Davey Reynolds and Luke Yielden. The burning question, is back-to-back possible? Uh, looking on Crusher Cafe... Possible, Ca- definitely. Looking on Crusher Cafe... Sorry, looking on Crusher Cafe earlier, they're talking about their focus is now Bathurst. Um, Dave made an interesting point. They're back on the hard tyres. They struggled at Sandown. Sandown isn't a test of form for Bathurst. Nope. It's about luck. It's about timing and it's about... Pardon the uh, cliche, it's about buying that ticket. They will definitely have the ticket. And I think back-to-back is a chance. Um, They'll have the car speed, I think. They're as much a chance as any of the other top five or six. Yep. I'd I'd largely go along with that. I'd say Davey Reynolds in terms of... He's one of those guys that just turns up to back and he's just quick automatically. Mm -hmm. He just gets on with the place. Is back-to-back possible? Yes, but not as likely as it was last year. However, if he gets off the trailer and the thing's a rocket, look out. All, all the us have to worry about is that, not that they don't think they're the Richmond of supercars. Well, I think the other thing is, is I, I mean, if I'm if I'm um, Erebus, I'm not worrying about top ten shootout. I'm worrying about long runs. Yep. So we need to go safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags, safety car boards and flags. <laughs> Chickadees, why so blue? I'm Chickadee Chicken, I got something for you. New chicken chickadees are out of sight. They're really cosmic. Here, take a bite. Wow, real chicken flavor. Real chicken shape. Now me and Golden Chickadee have got a fly. We got more adventures up in the sky. So whenever you're feeling hard to please, rock to your shop for a pack of chickadees. Chicken chickadees. They're real good fun from your neck to your knees. Number 12, Shell V-Power, Dick Johnson Racing, Team Penske, Fabs and Tony Delberto. Gentlemen, the burning question, will they let Fabs race or use him as a mule for Scotty Mack? If they've got any sense at all, the championship, the only way they're going to win the championship is with Scotty Mack. The team's championship's basically out of reach now, so they're going to focus on the driver's championship. They've got one bullet in that gun, and it's not Fabs. If they've got any brains... They will use Fabs as a setup mule to get Scotty Mack as close as they can. And maybe a tail gunner during the race. Yeah. Serb Sound Engineer? Yeah, I'd like to think that that they don't that they don't have to do that. I'd like to think that they're above it, but sadly that might be what they have to do if they want to win. And I don't think Fabs and Tony Delberto have got the outright speed to win the race. The, to two of them, I don't think they've no. got the outright speed to win the race. Unless they're, something they're, changes. They're, look, they're, they're, they're both okay drivers and they're both nice blokes. 
uh, likely result. Um, I'll go first. Top 10. I'm going to give him a top 10. Outside chance of winning it if the cards fall their way and they really need Scotty Mack to fall over for that to be the case. They're going to have to have half a dozen cars Mm. in front of it faster than them tip over. Absolute best possible result would be a podium. But I can't Mm. even see that. Number 14, the Freightliner Brad Jones Racing, Tim Slade and Ash Walsh. The burning question, can Slade Dog finally get a win, a big one? I'm going to say the big one. He's obviously, yeah, that Winton round where he absolutely destroyed everybody a few years ago, but he's never really been a big one for the um, big races. He hasn't gotten better since then. He's I wouldn't say he hasn't gotten better. It's the case I, of, no, I think, he's got, I think he has got better, but I don't think... Even with all the good things we've said about BJR, mm. I don't think that combination can uh, can pull it off. No, I think that um, Ash Walsh isn't in the class of Andre Heimgartner. No, absolutely we're, not. we're not saying very, very... We don't have much hope out for Andre, so I don't know why we'd have much hope out for um, Ash Walsh. Yep. With all due respect. Uh, likely result? Uh, top 10. I'm going to give not it even. 15. Yeah. yeah. They can jag a podium if everything falls their way, as with a lot of these cars, but... Um... Very unlikely. Next one, Warps, is you. Oh, well, of course it is, because it's the number 15 Castrol Nissan Motorsport car of Rick Kelly and my Super 2 boy, Gary Jacobson. Yeah, how good is it that we've made... You know, you get all the Nissan. Yeah. <laughs> burning question. Can a Nissan crack their third Bathurst win before they pull out? Okay, the burning answer. Yes, they can. The Will probability, they? extremely unlikely. No, I'd have to go along with that. It's a, as I said last episode, oh, sorry, two episodes ago, um, that's a very, very good, well-balanced combination. Top five chance, definitely. Podium chance, probably. Winning Bathurst is a hell of a thing. And if they pull this one out, they're looking very good for next year because um, Nissan will have to look very, very closely at whether or not they backtrack. Mm. Um, so you want them to win? Is basically what you're saying? I'd love them to of course, win. Oh, seriously, no. Win. We've got, let's, let, 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 if we're, we're going to go heart and head, mm. they, they they would have to be uh, one of my heart picks as well. I, mm. I'd love to see Gary Jacobson. Gary Jacobson's mm. just he's like the most unluckiest bloke in oh. in second string supercars. Well, how, how, I mean, yeah. look, at it, look at it this way: if if you had your time over again, would you have taken him or Richie for the fifty six car this year? Oh, every day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. And look, and realistically. Um, as much as we rag on Rick Kelly for being an accumulator mm. when he won his championship, I, I, I would not be unhappy at all to see Rick Kelly on the top step. Mm. So, look, likely result. Top I five podium. A top, top, a podium would be a stretch, but I'd love to see it. Mm. I think they're probably, if if they don't have any, any uh, major dramas, they're definitely a top five. Definitely. Um, I think it's your turn. It is. Number 17, Shell V-Power DJR Team Penske. Give it some jandle, fuck yeah. And I'm the only bloke that can understand Frenchie. So that's Scott McLaughlin and Alex Premier for those uh, playing at home. Thank you. The burning question, can Scotty finish the entire 1,000 for once? So last year he had... Go, go, go. That's 50 cents. And the year before he had... So yeah, Scotty Mack uh, has a bit of a checkered history with finishing the damn race. Um, Likely I'm, result. I'm in. I'm in two minds on this one because if he has a good weekend and he can replicate his sort of form from lo- this time last year, he'll win it. He'll win it. He'll, he'll walk agree. it in. Agreed. But mm. and this is a big but. The Falcons are at the end of its development cycle. They're throwing everything they've got into the Mustang. 
because why are they going to bother at this point? So the car will be all new bits like everyone else's. Mm. They, you know, they will it's, have emptied the part. The parts bins get emptied. The brand new parts bins get emptied for every car for Bathurst. It's got a, yeah, it's got to. a fresh everything. He's, there's nothing stopping him from being very, very competitive in that car. Mm. He's got plenty of skill on the track. He's, and he can drive that car as long as they don't mess around with weird setup stuff like they did no, at Sandown. No, they did. Well, look, I think David Reynolds's point about they're back on the hard tyres for Bathurst mm-hmm. will probably make that car quicker than it was. Yep. Yeah, but I I just think with Shell that the momentum's out of their favour. Yep. Um, Roland's got three bullets to stop the front. I'd mm-hmm. argue Scotty McLaughlin, Scotty McLaughlin's the Lone Ranger as far as the Fords are concerned. Mm-hmm. Could not agree more. So uh, if you're looking at weight of numbers, I don't hold out much hope. I think they're a podium chance um, easily. As far as winning is concerned, that's going to depend a lot on what happens around them. I think, they, I think they're a very good chance for a win, but likely result top three or four, maybe podium. And number 18, Preston Hire, Team Forklift, Lee Holdsworth and Jason Bright. Burning question... Was replacing Matt Brabham a bright idea? Uh, no. No. Not, uh, nice pun, Warbster. In a short answer, no. no. And likely result, we don't need to waste too much air time on Team Forklift because we don't. Top 15. At e- best. If that. At best. Yeah. Warbster. Number 19, your name here, Techno Autosport. Uh, Jack LeBrock and Jai Webb. The burning question, how many impact will this car have? Uh, oh, the the burning answer a lot. No, lot. What lap will it finish? Well, yeah. Look, John O'Webb can drive. There's no two ways of it. Well, Jack LeBrock can drive, but so what's into going the on? wall? They're they're a bit of a Richie Stunaway sponsor at the moment. Likely result bad. Twentieth. I mean DNF top, you know. top fifteen at best. Number twenty one. Cool drive. Brad Jones racing. Tim Blanchard and Dale Wood. And the burning question. Why is the guy who finished better at Bathurst last year the co-driver? <laughs> hi, Mrs. Wood. Um, hi, hi, Glenn. Hi, Dale. Well, great, actually, great, to have actually, you, great to have you all on board. Yeah. We haven't said bad things about you all year, Dale. Uh, and we, we're, we're and, still not saying bad we, things and about we, And we ain't going to start now. No, um, Tim Blanchard... Well, I mean, I'm on record as what I think of his um, abilities and uh, or lack thereof. I don't see much good happening there. They might be able to jag a top 10 if they have a really good day, but that's about it. And that'll be on the back of a bit of clever Brad and Kim Jones strategy. Early no, story. All absolutely. Yeah. Sound engineer, anything on these guys? No. no. I don't have... Keep it short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah. say anything that you haven't said. Yeah. Okay. It's a Nissan, so it must be my turn. It must be. <laughs> well, we'll jump sound engineer and we'll go to you. Go on. Go on, Wolfster. Uh, number 23, uh, drive.com.au. We're not sure of the sponsorship, but that's what I've got. Nissan Motorsport, Michael Caruso, and Dean Fiore. Uh, the burning question, when your car's up the back and it takes a huge whack. That's Fiore. Didn't you see that coming? No. Oh, and I love the Dean Martin, Dean Fiore. Oh, my yeah, God. And, and, you're awesome. the, and you're the muse guy. Likely result. Top 10? DNF. Top 10. Yeah, top 10. You're no, top 10. DNF. Really? Top 10. I'll keep, I'll keep it off the wall. The only reason I'll... No, Tanya, the only reason they'll hit the wall is if Simona runs into them. Don't. <laughs> I, I, can, I can see a top 10 in the future. They won't be up to the speed of um, Rick and Gary because that, that's, the, that's the best combination possible out of the entire team, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I suppose uh, top 10. They may do better. They may do worse. But we'll see what happens. Yep. 
Yep. Sound engineer. Yeah, number 25, the Bruce Mobile, Walkinshaw, Andretti United, soccer team, James Courtney and Jack Perkins. The burning question, bugger winning, can he keep it on the track? Can he beat his own teammate? But can he even keep it on the track? Well, James has had a tough year, and we've touched on this already. He's, he's had James personal dramas James as well. T- James's tough year has been based on... The divorce. I think his separation with his wife. Yep. And that's pretty obvious that he he is a he's very, not the right mind. He's a good driver. There's no two ways about it. Like the guy tested at Formula One level. He can drive. He's international karting champion multiple times. There's we've never said he can't drive. Soccer team lost their way again in the middle of the year. Mm. He's got a great co-driver in Jack Perkins. Oh, yeah. Um, Jack Perkins is, for anyone who doesn't know, Jack Perkins has been putting around an all-wheel drive Audi sports sedan all year, and that's been... An all-wheel drive. I wonder that, but wow. Mm. Liam, can you educate this boy? (laughs) Likely result. Um, JC, sorry? JC tends to come alive for Bathurst like a few um, drivers. And... um, Skill can overcome machine deficiencies at that first. So Jack Perkins, Jack Perkins is a veteran. He's a steady hand, much like, like his old man was. Yep. Likely uh, result. Top five podium if they have a really good run. Wow. I reckon top five if they have a good run. I don't Sandy think it's team. a likely result, but um, that's that's a good that that would be their good result. Their bad result would be top fifteen. Righto. Number 33, Wilson Security, Gary Rogers, Motorsport, Funky Gazzers, Disco Tech and Bar, Garth Tander and Chris Pither. The burning question, how far into the shootout will Garth carry his car? I reckon Garth will carry his car to about 7th or 8th in the shootout. Agreed. And likely result, I think... They are a very good chance for a podium. They're all, they're, they've always got to be in the conversation oh, for yeah. a dark horse at Bathurst and when Enduros it, in general. When it, GRM have... They won the 24-hour race. They, mm. they understand endurance <laughs> racing. Yeah. They are great yep. on the strategy. They are great on... They know the how ste- to get an engine steady, to run all night. Yeah, but they're great on the steady ship. That, that's, yeah. that's the big thing with and it. Gary Rogers has always said Bathurst is more important than the championship. Absolutely. Yep. So he, that, this, is his, this is his one race of the year. Garth Tander, and I've given him lots and lots of stick for various reasons over this year. If, if you only knew how much ended up on the cutting room floor. But the guy is absolute magic. At he that can list. drive. He is probably. He's got many years of experience. He's got many, many years of experience. He's probably, if I'm talking purely on ability, he was the fastest guy around the mountain for a good five or six years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Likely results. I want to say top five, but I'm going to say top ten. Yep. Minimum top ten. I'd say. Yeah. Li- likely result. I think um, top six or seven. Uh, the next one's yours, sound engineer. Yes, the Wilson Insecurity, Gary Rogers Motorsport, James Golding, the Beebster, and Richard Musket. The burning question: At, mo- at what manner of warp speed does this one go into the wall? Not, AKA not, not David. David. Yeah, not David. No, it won't necessarily go into the wall. I'm going to be a little bit. I'm going to be a little bit ambitious and say they will finish inside the top 10. Wow. And, and, uh, wow. and, and the Beebster will the, exercise some of the demons. The Beebster has been tough. He's yep. not slow. Beebs is lightning quick. This year's beaten the absolute crap out of him yep. um, in terms of just his confidence. Um, I don't know what the team structure's like there, but I can, I've can. i got a feeling that he's probably playing second fiddle to Garth to a huge degree. Mm-hmm. Muscat 
uh, steady pair of hands. You wouldn't say anything beyond that. He's not he's not the most spectacular or quick guy, but he tends to keep the thing on the island. Trouble free run top ten is probably their ceiling, but uh, more than likely top fifteen. Yeah, as I said, I'd, I'd love to see them into the top 10. That'd be great. Warpster. Uh, 1935. That was the last time I had my sanity. Number 35, Big Mate Racing, Matt Stone Racing, Todd Hazelwood and Bryce Fullwood. The burning question. Will the move back to the VF be a help on a track they know? Uh, I don't think they will be anywhere. I don't even think they'll be running at the finish. I can't. Sad to say, I think that car will either suffer mechanical troubles or one of the two boys will will park. It's Toddy Hazel. Toddy Hazelwood's a good driver, and he's got back, some back in the pack. Are going to get some fair resilience, but yeah, I, I look if they if they do if they're there at the finish and they're you know they're within a lap or two of the lead lap. Good on them. Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe top fifteen, but sadly, I think they're going to be one of the uh, also runs. I think mm-hmm. considering the newness of the team, the newness of the drivers, and the whole operation being effectively a first-year operation, um, finishing is the big thing. Mm, absolutely. And anything after that's going to be a bonus. Yep. Number 55, Super Cheap Auto, Tickford Racing, Chaz Mostert and James Moffat. The burning question, how far can Chaz and Moff drag the pretty average equipment up the field? Look, I really think that Chaz is another one of these drivers that pulls all the stops out for Bathurst and if there's any time all year that he's going to do well it's going to be a Bathurst mm. unless he hits a bus pu- unless he hits a bus stop on Friday mm. Mm. yeah there is that this they certainly have the ability to finish top five in terms of how the two of them can drive yep and a top five would be an absolute dream run mm. I, I think um, right about now Tickford have almost thrown in the towel for 2018 yeah I, I think they're, they're focused on 2019 and mm-hmm. hoping like Christ they can do turn, turn the Mustang into into something because right about now they've uh, the Mustang will be a silk purse and the, the Falcons are a cow's ear well I think with the Mustang they're starting off with the same level as um, DJR yep and that's probably their main thing because they're working together on it the top five is a possibility if they have a trouble free run mm-hmm. and that won't be because of the equipment it'll be because yeah. of Chasm and James yeah. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, be- Jimmy Moffat's a very very good co- uh, driver around Bathurst Assuming he doesn't ping pong, <laughs> yeah. Assuming he doesn't th- run through the. Actually, no. There's a wall there. So I think. Um, I think the other problem with Tickford, and we, we roll into Stanaway Owen in a second. I think they appear to just not have any strat- strategic ability. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, they won Sandown last year, but they won a shortened race. They were probably in the right place at the right time. Mm. I, I can't see much good coming out of Broadmeadows for these guys, and I just it's, it's a pity because, you know, another four-car team struggling. Gee, there's something in that. Yeah, there's eight drivers, and none of them are bad at driving. Yeah. They're so, all wounded by the team. We'll throw to Pierre Person for number 56, the Rabble.club Tickford Racing Car. Yeah, the Rabble.club. Tickford Racing of Richard Stanaway and Steve Owen. The burning question, will Richie stand up and deliver what was promised last year? So, Pierre, what do you think will happen for the 56 car at Bathurst? Well, my head's still spinning after Roland's beating, so uh, I've got no fucking idea. Well, at, least, at least he's honest. Yeah. Will Richie stand up and deliver what he promised last year? One word answer, no, because he started so far behind the eight ball that he went off in his own direction setup-wise and got even further behind. Yeah, they need needs more bright. Mm. St- Steve Owens, um, a steady hand. He's a good steering. He might actually be able to teach Richie a thing or two. 
likely but, result. Uh, top 15. Yeah, top 15. I'll have, you, have, have, have to do this one. Number 78. Number 78. Harvey Norman Nissan Motorsport, Simona Di Silvestro and Alex Rullo. The burning question. Can Rullo salvage a career left in ruin by the LDM debacle? The answer there is no. no. And no. I think the likely result is stone motherless last. Um, Rullo's actually won. He's won a Super 2 race this year. So he's done some signs of coming back to life. Mm. Um, I still think those... I still think it's too early to throw him in the bin because he still needs he needs more time in Super 2. Definitely. So, so where's, but... where's Simona's headspace following all of this alleged, whether it's real or not, T eight debacle. Uh, it's probably somewhere in Zurich. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Does like, she, so, does her, so does she get paid into a Swiss bank account? What, I've got a question. Yes. Off Do you reckon Alex Rulo got those free driving lessons after all? <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Um, likely result for um, Simona and Alex Rulo if they finish top fifteen. I know we're saying a lot of top 15, but it's just going to be a matter of who, who has a clean run. Hopefully we've only said 15 top 15s. <laughs> number, yep. number 97, Red Bull Racing Australia, Team Triple Eight, Shane Van Gisbergen and Earl Bamber. The burning question, is SVG more worried about Scotty or his teammate? I'd be more worried about Winkop. Yep. 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 I'd be more worried about Winkop. Yeah, like, um, likely result. Likely result. Likely result. Does Roland let him? Does Roland even let him look at first? Oh yeah, no. no Roland's. I can tell you now. I, I, I know this bloke called Roland. <laughs> they are a top three. Yeah, if, 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 it, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, two. if it doesn't break, they're a top three. Earl Bamber. Earl Bamber's won Le Mans and is a pretty top hand. And obviously, he's taken to the um, supercar. So that's the one. That's the last question. I hope. Him. And Shane's run around in. I know. Um, I just twelve I, hour. Yeah, yeah, we know Shane's deal. I, I just hope Earl Bamber doesn't make a Bathurst rookie error. Yeah. And if he does, I hope it's early in the week and he gets it out of the system. Yep. Not mm. on Sunday. However, um, as always, if it rains and it's Shane Van Gisbergen or mm. it's any sort of climactic weirdness going on, he'll disappear so quick it won't even be funny. And, and Earl Bamber might surprise us with his ability in the rain too. He is mm. from New Zealand. Yes. Mm. Yep. Yes. Yep. Likely result... Anything less than a podium is a disappointment. Oh, could not agree more. Mm. Sound engineer. Yeah. And the 99 Erebus Motorsport, Anton Di Pasquale and Will Brown. The burning question, can the two rookies spring a second surprise? Yes. They did well. I think they can do well again. I think they can most definitely spring a surprise. Again, Will Brown sits in the same bracket as Earl Bamber. I hope he doesn't make a, a Bathurst rookie mm-hmm. uh, main game error. Um they are a top six or top yeah, eight. Top, at, I was about to say yeah. top seven. They, they, yeah. they have they have the they have the smarts at Erebus. They'll have strategy. Yep. They may well end up playing tail gunner to Dave. Not even. But that might drag them up the field if they're if they're there in that last hour and a half. Mm. They um, they certainly are a chance for top six or top yeah. eight. If they finish, there's no reason they can't make top six. Yep. Oh, easily. definitely. Uh, Will Brown was probably my revelation of the um, Sandown round, and I know Sandown and Bathurst are two different animals, but he's clearly got on with the car. Mm. Um, Anton and Will Brown, one of the young, probably the youngest combo in the race. 
Yeah, um, I think their combined age is still less than half of Craig Lowndes and the ageless veteran. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly right there. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure one of them wasn't born when Craig... Well, actually, I don't think either of them were born when Craig Lowndes started racing in Supercars, Supercars yeah. ATC. So, mm-hmm. um, likely result, I'm going to give them a top five. I, yeah. reckon mm-hmm. I reckon their ceiling is very high. Oh, yeah. If they're trouble-free, Anton doesn't throw it into the wall very often. Just stay away from the back of certain Nissans. Mm. And Will Brown is strikes me as being a sort of accomplished, mature driver. So, mm. Warpster. Me again. Number 230, Milwaukee Tools 23 Red Racing. Uh, Will Davo and his uh, cousin Alex Davo. The burning question. How is this car usually faster than the team they buy their equipment off? Answer. We've said that already this mm. year. They okay. are the standout Ford other than uh, TDJR. A likely result. Top five if they have a trouble-free run. Top ten, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It, that will depend on strategy. And it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. But, uh, yeah, I think they're definitely uh, potentially top five. And, um, yeah, somewhere in that mid so Some, uh, somewhere sand, in the upper, sand upper lower middle plaque you're um are you setting up your instagram account no sorry i was just looking at um at uh some photos of the car because i spotted a little strange uh, obscurity at sandown it looked awfully like a mustang front end on the on that car i could be wrong but well you're definitely wrong i, I know you're i'm wrong, wrong but do you think it was a, a trick of the i don't light? I don't know what optical, it was. Why illusion. did it look so much like a Mustang? You did say that to me while we were watching it. And it has got that Ford, you know, that Ford, <coughs> had the that Ford gaping, sort of, the, no, the I mean, like the, Yeah, not, not that it matters. And last but not least, ladies and gentlemen and bald-headed babies, Team 888, Autobahn, Lowndes Racing, Craig Lowndes, and B-Pillar Basher, Stephen Richards. The burning question, can Lowndes write the storybook ending on the mountain? Hmm. Interesting. I'd say there's a different burning question. Will Roland let him win? Roland won't stop him from winning. If they are in a position to win the race, I think Roland, to his credit, absolutely understands the history and the passion of the sport. It is great for Roland's brand if Craig goes out with a Bathurst win absolutely. and hoists the 11 or 14 trophy. I personally, I, I agree with you, dear. So I think if... um. Lance is in a position to win the race. He won't hold Craig up, and even if he does, Craig's not going to stop. And I, I mean, what, what, what? Yeah. if if Craig if, if they say nothing if they stop. say if they say hold up for a minute, we need the Red Bull cars to win because of the championship. What, what's Craig going to say? No, I'm a racing driver. F- you. We yeah. had enough of that with Philip Island. Yeah, Craig's mm. Craig's theory will be Roland, so Roland blow it out your ass. This is my last shot at the title here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, 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 so they'll know better than to try yeah. and hold him up. Lounds. He's still quick. He's if so, the car's under him, he's as quick as anybody. So still. Stephen Richards, and, and Stephen. there's no reason the car won't be quick. Mm-hmm. It'll be full of all those good bits. Yep. Yeah. They're, 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 it'll be just as quick as it was last they're time. They're chucking all the newly developed bits into all three cars. So he'll likely result. There's no reason he can't win. Hart says a win. Everyone wants him to win. Yeah. Head says top five because I think they're just missing that last little bit of pace that the other two Red Bull cars have. And I don't know whether that's the drivers or the car. I think Craig's lost, well, Craig's, Craig's lost that last couple of tenths over the past few years. He has been around a bloody long time. Yep. But the thing is, if Craig has a trouble for him on, he will be around at the finish. Yep. He doesn't make silly moves. Craig minus 10 seconds is still top 10. It's still oh, just easily. as quick as everyone easily. else. Um, I'm going to say top five pushing a podium. Mm. Um, and my heart says, if uh, Nissan doesn't win the race, I want Craig to win it. Mm-hmm. So there we have it. 
Two questions remain, gentlemen. Yep. I need a winner from both of you. No, we'll do a dark horse first. We do a dark horse, then we'll do a winner. Lobster? Dark horse for me is going to be, well, it's a bit of a heart pick as well. I'm going to say the number 15 car, Kelly and Jacobson. So, Sound Engineer, your dark horse. Yep. I reckon Jandal can do it. Scotty Mack? Yep. As long as the car's underneath him, there's no reason he can't win. I'd say that he's a bit like Chaz even if the car's not underneath him he'll still, he'll drive, still be able he'll to still drive around it and around yeah, his neck and bring it home I think Anton and Will Brown's my dark horse yep yeah, yeah. I can say that so the winner this is this is head pick not a heart pick I said it last round and it paid off I don't want to say it wink up and umbrella. really yep Sound engineer? Lowndes. Lowndes. I genuinely Whoa, think okay. Lowndes is not only the favourite, but he has more than a shot at it. Crowd favourite. Crowd, yeah, that's what I mean by yep. favourite. Well, let's, yep. let's see if we complete, complete the one, two, three here. You going Shane Van Gisbergen? I am. Much as I, my heart tells me I need to say David Reynolds, mm. and I would dearly love them to go back to back, my, my head is telling me that Van Gisbergen and Earl Bamba are just in the zone, and... Between the three of us, that's a triple eight, po- triple eight podium. Yep. And if we saw a triple eight podium at Bathurst, following the triple eight podium at Sandown, that would be something that's never ever been achieved in Australian motorsport. I, be- I believe if um, triple eight locked out the podium, you would have a mass suicide of Ford fans on the hill mm. that hasn't been seen since Jonestown. So there we have it. Our Bathurst preview. I think that just about rounds us out. Warbster, you mm-hmm. anything you want to uh, put a full stop on? Well. Um, as always, like, rate, subscribe on the um, podcast pages. Yep. Everything does get us up further up the list and gets us more listener. Sound engineer, anything you want to end on? No, I'm, I'm happy. I just want to say uh, Pierre Person uh, gives his regards for mm-hmm. allowing him to be on the pod once again. They're beautiful. Thanks, Pierre. Oh, it's up to me to round it out. Next you, time, you, you next put it around. So the next time you guys will, will be able to interact with me will be Bathurst Day. Um, I think Podcast DSO might be casting a DSOI over the CJT. We might we might take a supervisory role over the CJT. You'll, cer- you'll certainly see uh, lots of uh, lots of updates and bits and pieces on uh, on my page. Whoops, I think you might do the same. Yep. So on that note, um, have a happy Bathurst, everybody. Go, Damien Reynolds. Go, Rick.